is that family guy? He's like, how's my makeup? He goes, go like this. <laughs> Church bells drown in silent screams. Mama's voice still rings through to me. Welcome to Roommating Habits, an auditory guide to sharing spaces. I'm your landlord, Patrick Collins, and hey, the rent is due, guys. I'm Top Bunk, Matt Cromasco. And as always, I'm your power bottom, Dave Byer. Gentlemen, I'm going to get right into it this week. I'm taking Ooh. over from Pat before wow. he can even speak. I just, I'm very passionate about this subject. Now, we're a non-denominational podcast Right. We don't we don't express any sort of favoritism or or biases. Um but uh it's Lent. It's Pancake Tuesday today as we record. I know we, we release on Fridays, but it's Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday, and Lent starts tomorrow. And uh I think all of us could stand to to give up a guilty pleasure, whether that be chocolate, alcohol, or hot air balloon rides, as Ooh. Dave likes to frequent. And <laughs> Given that today's theme is college dorm living, <laughs> okay. Given that's the theme, what uh, maybe we we can just start with what what we should be prepared to give up when moving into a a shared college or university dorm space. What do you have to be ready to give up when that when you move into that situation? Now, I tried one thing and ended up making a paradox in space-time. Uh, I tried giving up Lent for Lent. And next thing I knew, Doc Brown came sitting up in my driveway telling me um, that, uh, you know, my, my, my kid had committed some atrocious crimes. And, uh, and yeah, space-time was essentially swallowing itself. So I couldn't give up Lent for Lent. You broke um, the system. You figured it out. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Can, uh, you know, is, is, it's like that age old paradox, um, you know, is God all powerful enough to create a Lent that even he can't give up. Right. Where it's, <laughs> it sounded like you giving up Lent, you figured out the system. You were starting to destroy the earth from the inside out. Well, that's all Lent has really been over these past uh, 2,000 odd years is just, uh, it's been a fun little puzzle that God and Jesus gave to everyone, said, all right, and go, figure it out. Keep giving stuff up. And, it, and, for, and for thousands of years, we've been giving up chocolate and alcohol and hot air balloon rides. And all, the all the important stuff. Yeah. Is, uh, is giving up Lent for Lent just doing nothing, essentially? <laughs> is that what it boils down to? Just it's essentially doing nothing. You just made it sound fancy. Well, can you actually do nothing? You can sit and, I guess, do nothing. But can you actually consciously do nothing? Because when yeah. you're sitting there thinking about doing nothing, that is indeed you thinking about doing nothing. I think giving up Lent would be like the complete opposite. You just be like the biggest glutton. Like it's just opposite everything. You just go off the rails in every regard. Is that I'm a, taking up everything? 
Yeah. <laughs> is that cause for termination if I went into work tomorrow and told my boss that I gave up working for Lent? I mean, is he religious? Not sure. I would maybe have to, I'd have to weigh that option out first. But seems like a way to find out, Dave. That seems like a good backdoor to some <laughs> vacation time. As terrible as that sounds. Give her a go and let us know how, uh, how that goes. But they made a movie about this and they called it Office Space. And if memory serves, spoiler alert, he ended up burning the building down. Maybe Not it was by accident. Ryan. Oh, no, it was the other guy. No, it was people. the other guy that built the building. Yeah, Milton, Milton burnt the building down mm-hmm. and Pete got away with the money. Mm-hmm. That's so it. It. it worked out pretty well for Pete. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it did. And he, did he give up Lent for Lent? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. That guy I don't know. On everything for a while. I don't so know Dave, what about you? I want to know what Dave. Give me some real advice, Dave. You're going into your dorm. What are you, what are you giving up? You're what going you into your dorm. You're willing to give up. I'm not like. What, what do you have to be? It could be something simple. Could be I something. Think I'm going to go with more of giving up a habit as opposed to something yep. physical. So I'm going to give up. You're you're moving into a dorm, maybe not like Pat and myself, maybe you don't know the roommate or whatever. So I'm giving up and I know everyone does it. That walk from post shower into room sans towel. I'm giving it up. I'm being respectful of the space. Not going to do it anymore. What do you think? Or do you just go all out and say, forget it. You're going to have to deal with this for the next eight months. So you're going to give up walking from the dorm in a towel. No, no towel. Yeah, shower well, to just... the shower to the room, no towel. I'm gonna put the towel back on because it doesn't feel right. So he's gonna not get arrested by walking down the hall naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're gonna put clothes on. I thought you were gonna. I was... Here I am thinking <laughs> I you're somehow just... gonna build a shower in your room and take out the whole commute aspect whatsoever. Kind of like a work from home, but shower from home sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on your setup. Do you have the, the shower within the room or do you have to go down the hall to shower, right? That's what I, I was assuming this scenario was bathroom in the room. That's where I was with this one. But you're still coming back into a shared space. Yes, yes, yes. You're, you're so kind, Dave. You're, so, well, you're always thinking of others. Well, you know, you don't, need to, you don't need to turn it into a showing contest the first week anyways. Well, here I am thinking it was going to be sort of like an Eeyore situation where you'd have a constant shower rain cloud following you around at all times. But uh, I guess we can give up the old shower walk, clothing commute. Walk shower walk? I guess. Walk I of guess clean. that's what you call it. Walk of shower? Walk of shower. Walk of shower. No, we'll, workshop, yeah. we'll workshop that. We'll spend yeah, yeah. all week. We'll come back. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, what, where are you going with this one? I mean, it's a pretty easy answer. It's like... Let's we'll be serious for a minute. And like you have to probably maybe you don't like to use headphones, you know, like speakers or you know, TV on at all hours of the night or stuff like that, right? Just being respectful, respectful of the space and the sound and light and all that sort of thing. And obviously then there's there's probably a whole list of things we could think of if we sat here long enough and tried to determine what, what you need to be willing to give up. I don't know, Pat, any final thoughts before we move on to something you've arranged here? No, I was just going to say that um, uh, this uh, seamlessly, no, it doesn't at all. There is actually, it's, it's almost like a brick wall that we have to hurdle before getting into this. But 
Um, uh, yeah, completely irrelevant, as we were discussing in the pre-show notes. Um, as uh, as Dave mentioned earlier, uh, or maybe it was Matt, I can't remember, one of you two, uh, you mentioned that we're going to, that this week's theme, what we're going to really focus on um, is the old college dorm experience. We're going to, guys, you know what? I'm tired of acting. I can't do this anymore. I have to, I have to get real and get connected to the audience who's really going to get something from this episode. So um, uh, I'm just going to get rid of this whole Pat persona, throw him out the window, and I'm going to get real for a second. Um, you guys probably can't see it, but I have my skateboard in my lap now. And this thing is really my, um, kind of like my touchstone and my callback to uh, who I really am, which, uh, you know, a lot, I guess my street name, you could call it, would be, uh, you know, if I'm getting real with you in the audience, um, Extreme Patrick, uh, where uh, I was mostly known for entering rooms with, you know, just gnarly, gnar gnar fucking kickflips. And then, I, little known fact, I invented the dab while doing a kickflip as well. So if that doesn't give me some clout and credit as to, you know, what to expect on your first college experience, then um, you can go take a hike, brother, because uh, Extreme Patrick knows a thing or two when it comes to being cool and getting down with today's youth. <laughs> Do I see a hacky sack? Do Matt, I see a hacky sack here with your skateboard? I am actually sitting down and hacky sacking at the same time. I had to get both my knees amputated in order to do that. But um, you know, I got some sick, uh, some some sick kicks with the old uh, the old bean sack. That's so lit. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Beanie game on point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start this article with uh, with a dab. Um, this is from, so we're going to talk about an article that I think really highlights some of the, um, some of the aspects of getting into dorm life and things. So the title is nine things you absolutely need to know to survive dorm life. Okay. And this is from, uh, probably my most trusted media source, uh, you know, today's liberal media taking over, um, you know, Trump is kind of right that you really can't trust the media. I will give him that. I'm not exactly pro Trump cause he's not, uh, he's not exactly kickflip as extreme Patrick would call it. But this article is from teen Vogue, uh, where again, I get most of my news sources, nine <laughs> things you absolutely need to know to survive dorm life. And this is from Tove Danovich. And with a name like Tove, you know, you know, this person kickflips. Yeah. Damn I, right. I, I got six surfboards for sure. Damn right. He shreds. Yeah, he can like he can grind with hoverboards, man. This guy fucking is gnar. So <laughs> let's let's get into this. Dorm living is highly different from being back in your childhood bedroom. Dab, for better and for worse, you can decorate however you want. Curfews are a thing of the past. Breakfast happens in the cafeteria basically all day. Interjection here that is categorically untrue. Do not listen to Tove on this one. Be on time for breakfast. Continuing on. And since you also don't have responsibilities of a first apartment, gas, electric, trash duty, etc. Not electric trash duty. There's a comma there, you human boy. <laughs> You're basically living the dream. But every once in a while, you have to steer the dream away from becoming a nightmare, which is where these nine must-know items come in. Master them, and you'll be a dorm pro in no time. 
And one one of my big so the, I'll take a break here. One of my biggest regrets of living in a dorm is not having. Um, well, I'll tell you how, the, how this interaction would go. Walk up, first day of dorm life. Da, 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 da. Uh, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. I'm I'm so and so. Oh, hey, I'm Extreme Patrick. What's up? And hand them my business card. What's on that business card? Oh, hello, Patrick. Rooms, yeah, C, floor C five. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, it says your your title here is dorm pro. How did you get that title? And I just say, well. You know what? I'll just say, listen to these next nine items that we have here. And that's how I got them. And you too can make that dream happen. But always have business cards on you for the first day of dorm life. Tip number one, that one is free. That's not even a part of the nine. Have business cards on you. Dorm pro, get used to it. What's up? If I have a, I have a tip for the viewers, not to cut you off, Patty, for the listeners, sorry. But um, if you don't want any of the people who live in your dorm to talk to you until end of February, second semester, then uh, you should be listening to fucking Dear Patty over here. <laughs> extreme Patrick. Because this Patrick. is exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Extreme Patrick. Dear, dear Patty <laughs> was, was my dad. Like I'm Extreme Patrick. <laughs> extreme Patrick's list would be, that would be number one. And the second thing on the list would be have a variety of lava lamps for when you turn the lights down. <laughs> <laughs> They turn them off and on, but kickflip and a skateboard. <laughs> Number one, get to know the wash cycle. While you may have used the washing machine once or twice, this is the time of your life to really start paying attention to the best way to launder your things. First off, stop cramming balled up clothes into the basket until it's about to explode. It's not good for the shape of your favorite sweater. Second, pay attention. <laughs> Fuck, commit to the character, Extreme Patrick. Second, pay attention to the cleaning instructions before you buy a piece of clothing. That's what I look for when I'm when I'm shopping for clothes. I look at the tag. You got to look at the wash cycle. If you're cool with hand washing certain items, go for it. Otherwise, steer clear of stuff that requires special care. You will forget to separate these things, and they will shrink. And you will have a bad time. But on the bright side, maybe you wanted a crop top. Let's see them bellies, D-Bar. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this person. Oh, my God. Ugh. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> what, what do we even say about that one? That just sounds like... I mean... even sound like advice. Like, that's... Some of it's not terrible. Like I'm not going to check typically check the label before I buy something. But the last thing you want to do is have a pile of clothes you have to hang dry, and not oh, be yeah. able to just toss in the dryer. I mean, I don't. I think probably have a few things, but more like real big boy work clothes than anything I would have worn when I was 20 years old. Oh my god! There's only so much wear and tear that uh, Hurley and Quicksilver T-shirts can can go through. But uh, I think yeah. the point, the the message <laughs> of this of this seminar that we are participating in uh, in this particular topic would be uh learn how to do laundry essentially there's yeah um you know a lot of people did did and do rely on you know going back to mom and dad's house with the old garbage bag full of laundry and dump it in away you go but uh but yeah i can't disagree with that learn to do laundry um mm -hmm. although matt you can attest to the benefits of a good pile of dirty laundry on the floor and how you know how you can turn it into a nice little bed yeah, you think so, but I think we talked about this in an earlier episode that 
while a pile of laundry looks comfortable, you wake up and unable, you'd be unable to throw your back in the morning. So mm-hmm. a pile of laundry is not good to sleep on. I don't recommend it. It looked no. Yeah. I thought it was, wait, wait, that was dirty laundry? It wasn't clean? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Let's just say it was a mixture and nobody really knew which one was which. I don't even think half of it was ours. <laughs> yeah, we were the changer. Carrasco's covering his, like, keeping the light out with a bra that he found on the ground. <laughs> Over my eyes. <laughs> this is a men's bra. Where did you find this? Anyway, yes. learn how to do laundry. It's not that complicated. No. You can do it. We have faith in you. The clothes tell you how to wash them. What else we got, Pat? Uh, that's extreme, Patrick. And um, oh, sorry. Number two, beware of warts and other nasties. Spoken from um experience. That's in the fucking copy, by the way. That's not from Extreme Patrick. If you live in a dorm with a group bathroom, there are three items you should never forget when you're taking a shower: a towel, your trusty shower caddy. That needs to be rinsed out and allowed to dry on the reg. <laughs> and a pair of shower shoes. <laughs> yes, showering with shoes on takes some getting used to, but it only takes one case of athlete's foot or hard to get rid of wart to make sure you never go <laughs> barefoot again. Now, there's, I can totally agree with this. I wore my DCs in the shower every fucking time, but... They ended up giving me more warts, having full encompassing fabric shoes on while taking a shower. What's the deal? Why would you wear keyboard shoes in the shower? Extreme, extreme Patrick, bro. Teen Vogue says. Always extreme. Always, always he can't it. turn it off. He's always extreme. Bro, oh, how, how could I do a kickflip in a pair of flip-flops? I you always ever- have to be ready if someone wants to have a skate off. You ever tried to do a kickflip to grind, bro, in a washroom with bare feet? You look fucking stupid, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they should have actually so, elaborated to say. Yeah. These, these are shower sandals. Sandals, clutch. exactly. Clutch. You have to wear the shower sandals. Have to. That's not. There's not even a question about that, especially the dorm that Pat and I stayed in. It Extreme Patrick. Was, I don't even remember how many rooms, maybe eight rooms on a floor and one bathroom for guys, one bathroom for girls, maybe two showers in each bathroom. You have to put on the shower sandals. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. We were we were outnumbered. There was a definite, um, uh, I guess, stronger guy to girl ratio. I think there's only two or three girls on our floor. And then um, the, the rest were all mm-hmm. uh, all guys. And and. Uh, Let's just say we were we were all first timers when it came to hygiene and um, <laughs> uh, getting into big shared bathroom spaces. But um, yeah, we survived though. Barely any foot warts fungus on, to show for it, so it's all warts good. on warts on warts. Yeah, extreme Patty doesn't get down over a couple of warts. He just shreds harder. It just grind those off, bruh. Number three, you will get hungry when the cafeterias <laughs> are closed. Meaning. Keep snacks on hand and make friends with the microwave. Not only can you reheat leftovers or canned soups, there are plenty of other meals to be made without ever setting foot near a stove. There's more to life than ramen. (laughs) Missing mom's banana bread? You can recreate that in a mug. Ew. 
If you're looking for more micro inspiration, <laughs> there are entire cookbooks dedicated to the subject. One more thought. Always leave the cafeteria with a couple pieces of fruit in your bag. <laughs> if you have a meal plan, you've paid for them anyway. <laughs> anyway, so you might as well. There's nothing nothing more satisfying than <laughs> a nice pocket and bag full of loose fruit salad just dumped into a fabric bag. I cannot stand Extreme Patrick. <laughs> I, I fucking hate Extreme Patrick. He's here to stay, bro. Oh my god. It's a lifestyle, Dave. It's a lifestyle. It's not a choice, bro. Let's go, let's go back to our university experience. We were not leaving the calf with pieces of fruit in the bag. It was like Meatball subs and like beef stroganoff. It's whatever. Okay. Now, whatever hold on, get. though. Because your calf, where you, where you guys went to school, was different. Like, it was like set hours. You swiped in and you was like, all oh, you can eat for that one swipe, right? Mm, correct. Yeah. Okay. Where I went to school, it's, it's known for having like pretty well, like top cafeterias in the country for universities. And <clears throat> it was in the dollar system pretty well with the exception of Sunday night was something like always open <clears throat> and the number of restaurants that you could put on the student card, like for ordering pizza, whatever else. And it's only gone up since the, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, whenever we were in school, but there were a lot of options. So not everywhere is the same, but I mean, his message that to have some extra stuff lying around, like obviously makes sense. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could say it less extreme, but this guy probably has a box of cliff bars at all times with them. Yeah. Or well, power D bars or whatever. D bar, how True. many times did we um, come back to the, uh, you know, after a weekend back home or something, we'd come back with just a, uh, like a, a six family pack of craft dinner, easy Mac, where you would just <laughs> add a little bit of kettle water and it would be yep. essentially macaroni and cheese. Some, some nice yep. delicious pasta for you, Matt. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a uh, authentic, authentic, authentic pasta. <laughs> so, but it, a little ragu in there. And it helped it though, because you're you're a kind of a nocturnal weird animal when you're in a student in dorm life. I think we would even nap and then wake up at like twelve thirty to watch Conan O'Brien at twelve thirty-five, and yep. then just you know one thirty two o'clock go to bed for a couple hours, go to class, come back, go to bed for a few more hours. Go to another class or two. Go to the bar that night. Uh, Put on the kimchi. Play a little N sixty four. That's how we. That's how we rolled. It was. It was a time. It was a time. But uh, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, having that extra bit of food on hand for those, you know, those closed times. Because there'd be times where you know nine thirty five rolls around. Oh, they closed breakfast off at nine o'clock. What do we do? You got to go to a vending machine, or you got to. Dive into the Easy Mac yeah. supply, and that shit, yeah. you know, it it is rationed or should be rationed rather. It uh, it wore out quickly, you, but yeah, you got to have you got to have your fail safe. You got to have the kettle in the room, and if you can do it, you got to get the microwave in there too, because that's many of things can be cooked in the microwave. Maybe they shouldn't be, but they can be. Oh, guys, a dab's coming. Oh, Extreme Patrick's got to come back out. We got number four on the go here, bro. Number four, keep your clothes organized. As anyone who has ever tried to dump her dirty clothes into a suitcase knows, unfolded laundry takes up a lot of space. So jump on folding when clothes come out of the dryer. 
find ways to organize your clothing, both in drawers and your closet. And be on the lookout for space-saving solutions. We always head to YouTube for this type of thing. <laughs> Enjoy this folding gem, and it's got a hyperlink. Added bonus? When your stuff is neatly organized and displayed, you actually know what you have, and clothes stay in wearable shape for longer. An important factor for on-a-budget college students. So it's saying to fold your clothes. I can't say so, that I subscribe to this after, theory. After they come out of the dryer? I don't know. I guess after so. After they come out of the dryer, you fold them? Did I get that? I hear that right? Well, I always folded them up before going in the dryer, and then they got all messed up. In the washer. So they, they, don't, they don't come out folded? Mine always came out folded and somehow ended up in the drawer. I don't... Yeah. Before I went to I school, they definitely ended up folded and typically put away in the drawer. In the well. drawer, yeah. Hmm. Shout out, Mom. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess. Are you going to like... I think he just needed a ninth, and then he decided not to put this at number nine and tucked it into number four. I said, like some boss, some boss at Team Vogue said, "Come up with nine things," and he had eight, and he was like, "God damn it! Oh, fold your shirts!" <laughs> well, I can't put that at number nine because it'd be obvious I tucked it in at the end. If we're on number My four opinion. and they're reaching it's already the like this, then uh, then yeah, they, we we got some doozies ahead of us then, <laughs> and so I'm kind of even look more looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, my wife I mean, won't even sure. let me do hold, regular hold your laundry. laundry. Hold your laundry. Number five, keep a healthy supply of toilet paper. Now we've covered this before in previous episodes. I will subscribe to this theory, and I will then keep reading. Sorry, Extreme Patrick will keep reading. We're not so number five, keep a healthy supply of toilet paper. We're not kidding. If you're lucky enough to have an in-suite bathroom, you may have to supply your own toilet paper. It might not have occurred to you while living at home, but paper products like TP, tissues, and paper towels do not grow on trees, despite the fact that they begin as trees. <laughs> Good one, Taze. We recommend starting a standing Amazon or Soap.com order to save money. Also, don't skimp on ply. Spend the extra 50 cents. It's always worth it. I mean, that's pretty good advice from this guy. I think he's recouped from the last piece of advice he shared about folding your shirts. All yeah, kickflips aside, uh, this is be- this is good advice. This we is talked very about good this, advice. right? We talked about how when you guys moved into your house, yeah, whatever episode it was, and yeah. Pat showed up with a bag of toilet paper. Pretty sure his mom probably put it in the car before he left. The essentials, yeah, absolute essentials, and not skipping on the ply is. Maybe something you don't originally think of, but it's something you learn quickly, especially when the drinking and the party starts and the bowels are moving more often than you're used to. Enjoy it in school because right when you get out of school and you have no money and you go to work for a job, yeah, that don't want to that the workplace doesn't spend money on that sort of thing. You're gonna go for a while without good toilet paper again. So well, it's kind of like use it while you're in school. It's kind of like touching the stove, right? Where you know you do you, you're a little kid, you're inexperienced, you do it once, but you learn. And you don't do it again. So it's kind of mm. like that, where you, you know, you buy some, oh, it's discount TP, bruh. I can save my money for deck tape and, and bearings. And <laughs> you then have to use that toilet paper only to experience the pain of Satan's finger essentially rooting around and trying to heat up your butthole to a degree in which, you know, you could probably make some of that Easy Mac in there. <laughs> Extreme Pat <laughs> likes to make Easy Mac very kinky ways. Oh, God. Uh, this, is, 
This is the incorrect podcast forum for Extreme Patrick. <laughs> Welcome to Kinky Patrick. <laughs> no, Extreme Patrick's Extreme Restraints Patrick. Extreme, yeah, restraining orders, Patrick. <laughs> Not the type of restraints I was talking about, but you're going to need one. Let's take a break from Extreme Patrick. He needs to go check his Insta. Make sure his dabs are on point and uh, put some filters on. And I think we got something else in the works right now, don't we, Dave? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the extreme levels just down just a smidge here. I think I think we just need to come back down to earth for a second here. So we're gonna hop into uh, a new game, new segment called a little game called uh, Would You Rather. Everyone's heard of it. But this is Would You Rather Roommate Edition. All right, so I got a, I got a couple scenarios for you guys, and uh, let's see what let's see where you go with this. Would you rather be busted for drinking or smoking and have a letter sent to your parents, or show your parents your browser history when you were supposed in quotation marks to be studying? What would you rather have? I got busted uh, 100, once. 100%, 100% the first one? <laughs> I got busted once when I was probably grade 7 or 8, I want to say. Probably even younger than that. 6 or 7. I don't know. I think I looked at something like playboy.com or something like that. <laughs> so obvious. And my, my dad called... It's research for a history paper. My mom and dad called me upstairs to the, to the computer where this was. And my dad's sitting at the computer... Just cackling like a fool. Just like <laughs> he's having the best time. Look at reading this word, playboy.com, in the browser history. And, of course, just shitting Pat, being like, uh, I, th- I think one of my friends came in when we were playing road hockey and said he had to go to the washroom. And he came upstairs and he was in here for a long time. So it might have been him. I don't know. I don't know how playboy.com. What's a playboy.com? I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that a place you buy hockey equipment? Yeah, I want to. Hey, I... hey, Pat, did did it work? The excuse did it work? I didn't. They couldn't prove that it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> With my father being a lawyer, he knew that you know you have to have absolute proof and certainty in order for a conviction. So he knew he didn't have enough mm-hmm. to hold me on. So. I sat there with the lamp dangling in front of my face with good good, good mom, bad dad, or good, good dad, bad mom, sitting there interrogating me. Um, I just kind of gave you, so am I free to go? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> we got nothing to hold them. So, now you're a rascal. He's rubbing your head. <laughs> yeah. And then they got viruses, and we had to get rid of that computer. <laughs> but um, that was embarrassing. <laughs> so I, short short story long. Let's go for answer A, Dave. Yeah, I agree. Answer A, completely agree. There's uh, yeah, there's there's no question about that one. Yeah. No question at all. Yeah. So question number two: uh, Would you rather only be able to eat dorm food for the rest of your life, or only ever be able to drink forties? And Mike's hard lemonade for the rest of your life. Only two options. That's it. What uh, are you going with? I'm gonna go with number one again, personally. Dorm? dorm food where I went to school was significantly better. Well, I guess dorm food. This is not that's not that's not like 
like food hall food, right? We're talking, you know, like food you can make in a dorm. Is that no, what? We'll, we'll say we'll say food hall food. Well, but it's got to be like it can't be no like way. McDonald's or any of that kind of stuff. It's got to be yeah. like whatever the calf is serving. Hey, if we're talking with the calf where you guys went to school, then I'm gonna have to seriously think about it. <laughs> we were supplied by the same supplier as prisons. They had, uh, you know, it was tasty. It was shit that people, kids weren't kids. The, that's the emphatic word I want to place uh, place some emphasis on. It was shit like uh, donairs, uh, macaroni and cheese pie. What else? Chicken dinos. Chicken dinos. Ch- chicken yeah. dinos and French fries essentially were on call 24 uh, 7. Or sorry, pizza. at all times that they were open. The pizza, yeah. I can still taste that pizza. And it was just like, like they just had choices for kids essentially that would just yeah. rotate and then you know it'd be yeah meatball sub night and chicken dino night and it was not really it wasn't a very broad palette that this company was really going for they were going for the sure thing as opposed to really trying to you know expand kids taste buds per se they were just trying to sustain us and i think you know post uh supersize me kind of society and looking at and and today's emphasis on what you eat actually impacts your cognitive function um what kind of 40s were they yeah see those again that's why that's why i'm going i'm going number two all the way because the 40s are not specified at all they're not saying 40s of old english or liquor there's no specification it just literally says 40s and if it's mike's hard like no thing realistically how many mike's hard it was mike's hard lemonade was that the other yes mike's hard lemonade was how many of those can you drink before your tongue just like melts off they're pretty sweet on a hot sunny day Ooh, i'm rethinking are you well i'll tell you okay i'm going i'm going number two that's where i'm going so if that helps you guys at all Put me down for number two. Pat's down for two. Uh, yep. If the food is from where you went to school, number two. Yeah. Camasco being authentico Italian, he's de- he's definitely not going number one. That, that, would, that would end his life quickly. Here we have the noodles, and here's the ketchup for on top of them. Yeah. <laughs> Please take as much ketchup as you like for your noodles. Unlimited ketchup. <laughs> Go ahead. Just say when as you're sprinkling on ranch dressing. Yeah, that's sick. Alex, all right, we got one more to close it out here, and this is um, this is a big first week, maybe experience that I'm gonna lay out for you here. Okay, so would you rather attempt to do a keg stand and fail miserably at your first ever university party, or play a game of beer pong and miss every single shot? Oh. Number two, number two, straight like because the keg. I think the keg stand like it's like a like a call like a ten second thing. All yep. eyes are on you. There's probably a line of people that want to go. People are cheering. There's probably like a cute girl working the 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 pump, right? Like or cute probably like some, you know what I mean. And then so it's like just do it, and then everyone's like yeah, and like ever no one thinks twice after it's good. But if it was bad, like you could be the joke of the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Now, in a game of beer pong, typically people are hanging around the table and they're watching, they're half watching. And at some point, if you suck, someone's going to look up and go, Oh, yeah, look at this. What are you going at? Uh, off night, off night. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just did a night. keg stand, man. Give me a yeah. break. <laughs> I, uh, like, <laughs> 
<clears throat> my arms are tired from holding myself lose. up keg stand in this whole night, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped in right away. I had no hesitation. That's my answer. Well done. Well okay, done. Master on keg stand. Where are you going, Patty? What's what do you want to be known as in university? Keg stand guy or beer pong loser? Well, you know, I think that's probably how Extreme Patrick got his name was uh, from his ability to just nail kegs all night. So um, uh, I'd probably say, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with Matt's thing. You know, it's far more memorable. I think a keg stand can go mm-hmm. far more south than a errant game of beer pong can. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Let's go botch the beer okay. game. If it, if it had said never miss a beer pong shot that could become a very legendary story but that's not mm-hmm. what it says because mm-hmm. i would definitely go there because that would yep that'd be a legendary university yep. experience yep. and title to have you yep. never missed a beer pong shot but i'm going with the keg stand as well that's like you said it's a crowded moment i guess it makes a good first impression so Certainly. i gotta stick with i gotta stick with number one as and well. my my answer comes from the anxiety that comes from not being a great chugger like i was never a great chugger so i was like okay i'll do a keg stand in the back of my line i'm like don't screw this up don't screw this up don't screw this up <laughs> and i was a pretty good beer pong player right so yeah. I was just like, that is where my answer comes from. <laughs> and then and if you did script the keg stand, you'd be like, you weren't pumping enough. You weren't pumping enough. Look at that like for an excuse. Too much foam. Too much foam. Yeah, you're pumping too fast. Yeah. Ahead, slow it down. Oh, yeah, slow that's, it down. That's the, that's the root of my answer. Lovely. Well, we've, we've learned a lot here. We've learned a lot here. And that's, I think this could be an ongoing segment. But for now, that ends. Would you rather dorm edition? Thanks, Extreme Dave. That was awesome, bruh. Keep it real, Pat. Keep it real, keep it raw. And let's keep on rolling with the Teen Vogue. So number six, focus on storage solutions. We'll fire through these because we're running out of time rapidly. Um, If your dorm allows them, buy bed risers, like immediately. You can use the newfound space beneath your bed to store everything from off-season clothes to food. Since many dorms don't allow you to put holes in the walls, Huh, weird thing to say. (laughs) Hanging shelves. There's ways around that. (laughs) Come to our school. Don't worry, you can put holes wherever you want. We call them anger moments. Hanging shelves are out of the question, but talk to your roomie about bringing a standing bookcase instead. You can both house your extra stuff in it, like toiletries, school supplies, and snacks. Dave, something I think you and I did was there is... Well, I want to go into describing our entire dorm room layout, but uh, we each got a um, our own desk, our own bed, yep. obviously, and our mm-hmm. own dresser and a, like a little side table as well. And so what we did is stack two of those on top of each other to make like sort of a TV stand, but you could also yep. ex- access these these things. So, and then we, tur- yeah, that's it. And then we turned one of the other things sideways to kind of make it all work. So that's, that's good advice there, I'd say. Get communicate with your roommate it doesn't have to be you know symmetrical mirrored image as to what what it's supposed to be but if it works for you in your space then then make it work and i would say no matter how comfortable you are with your roommate you you still have to have the privacy like there was always that yes middle barrier of okay like common space but this is your side this is my side we know it we respect it but you guys were fortunate enough to have a big enough room you could put your desk in the middle though right didn't you have your yeah. desk in the middle yes yep really separate and brock where you guys in school had a, like remember our buddy jordan his room had that too oh yeah yeah in the middle okay like, I, I, where i went to school like i don't think any of the rooms 
had the, no. the, the layout to allow for that. So yeah, and it came with these backstops too. So just just to add that extra level of privacy, which was a cork board as well, so you yeah. could you know pin your because that was in a day where there's a lot more paper used, I think, than what there is now. But uh, um, anywho, moving right along in the interest of time, uh, split the cleaning responsibilities early on. Uh, after you've unpacked and said hello to your new roommate, bring up the idea of creating a chore chart or Google first Doc. Thing, first thing you do. First, first thing, thing you, you do. do. Hey, nice to meet yeah. you. So uh, I'm going to vacuum beer, Monday, put Tuesday. Put that beer down. Put that beer down. Mm -hmm. I have a chore chart I'd like to review with you. Hang yeah. on, let me do this kickflip. Dab. <laughs> so I hate vacuuming, so that's going to be your job. <laughs> um, but I'll definitely put all my garbage in the garbage. <laughs> or you could Fine. just stack every single bottle of Spumanti Bambino sparkling wine up on the shelves above your bed, as Dave and I did. Yeah. Not really for any kind of like bragging or trophy system or anything like that. It was purely because we didn't want to be seen with sparkling wines Bambino or that many bottles. Once it got to a point where it was too many, it's like, this is too many to be walking down and be seen. <laughs> I would love to say it was for some sort of science reason, but neither one of us were in science. So it was just a, it was just a dirty, dirty habit. Yeah, for sure. Th dirty. This idea is like, it makes sense. Don't be the first thing that you talk to your new roommate. Like, like get it over early. Talk about it early. First five days. Not, not in the first like 10 minutes. Yeah. Five days, not five minutes. Mm -hmm. Cover that. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. good hangover breakfast subject. Number eight, yes. consider getting when a plant. Just, yeah. It may not make you miss your pets at home any less, but plants are decorative and good for your overall health. Are you saying get a pet plant? Is that what I'm seeing here? <laughs> Teen Vogue? People take their plants very seriously, though. Like, this is... They're not just a thing in the house. They, they talk to it, which apparently helps it grow, from what I understand. In my very limited knowledge of uh, plant maintenance, affection but I think is good for good for them. I know, like breathing yeah. on them, we've we kind of did a how you say science experiment, I guess, where we had a couple of poinsettias, po poinsettia, poinsettia, mm. red Christmas plants, poinsettia, poinsettia. Thank you. Uh, That's what it says in the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Extreme Patrica. Uh, so we put those on our table right where our kids breathe a lot while they're eating their food. And it brought these plants back to life. They looked great within a matter of a couple of days because they were getting constantly breathed on from rapid breath little kids that we sport. Um, but yes, you know, you keep That's talking. Wild. What's that? That's wild. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Apparently keep them in a place where you breathe a lot because they, they, drink, they, drink, they drink our breath. Our CO2. Sounds very selfish of the plants. We we need that. No, it returns the oxygen. Oh, that's called photosynthesis. Wait, what? CO two extreme. Tune <laughs> <laughs> next week for our plant based podcast. <laughs> Your breath, hydrangeas. What's all the fuss? <laughs> what's up with marigolds? Hibiscus, not just an Olympic sport. I like it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, sure. Get a, get a plant. Get a plant. Sounds good. Or don't get a plant. Either or. Number nine. Oh, God. Whoa, this is Extreme Patrick's last, uh, last bit of life here, so he's going to go to the NAR. If your college has <laughs> a clothing share, use it. Clothing shares allow you to get rid of unwanted or accidentally shrunken, see item one, 
things and get new ones for free. <laughs> it's better than hunting for treasure at the Goodwill. What? If your dorm doesn't have one, consider starting it yourself. It's a great way to meet people and score a cute new pair of shoes at the same time. I don't like this idea sure. at all. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Being that person. That is the last, like, hey, man, nice to meet you. Uh, love that belt you're wearing right now. You want to go tradesies? <laughs> but uh, you're just wearing a cord. He's ragging on your cord, bro. Yeah, I know. We had an extra extension cord in the room. I know. Extreme Patrick only wears cords. <laughs> Steve Patrick kickflip the shit out of my last belt. So uh, I don't know. I I don't know about you guys. I I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know. You're at school for eight months. How much clothes swapping are you gonna do in an eight month mm-hmm. period? I shrunk a lot of just clothes. Be, just be cool like us and just just wear the same go to shit. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Who cares? Two Hurley <laughs> t-shirts. All the time. Slightly yeah. variation. But uh, anyway, yeah. you go. Let's go. I think we have to do a follow-up episode where we come up with our list of nine. I think we could do better. I think yeah. there's maybe three things on here that I agree. deserve to remain in the article. Possibly we'll put them at a time a, today. but Yeah, we'll put them at a time that is maybe closer to the beginning of a school year as opposed yes. to at the direct end. Yes. But uh, Extreme Patrick doesn't really follow, you know, Gregorian calendars per se. He more, you know, he chases his own truth and his own bliss. So Teen Vogue, thank you for this inspiring bit of advice. We'll hit you back with our own. And hey, while we're at it, if you got some fat ideas, go on and send them to roommatinghabits at gmail.com. That's got two M's in that roommating habits. Or you know what you can do? You can hit us up on the gram at roommatinghabits. Also with two M's. On the Twitter though. That's just one M. You type in two, you're going to have a bad time. Thank you so much to Marshall Dane for the use of our theme song. It is called... <coughs> Come back. Fuck, let me try that again. <coughs> Extreme Pat takes a fucking toll. Thank you so much to Marshall Dane for the use of our theme song. Come back from the album Running Stop Signs. Amazing album, amazing dude. He's way more gnar than I am. Uh, he can do way more cake flips even. Again, thank you so much for listening. We've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of listenership coming in lately, which is, again, stupidly surprising for us, and hopefully it just keeps on rolling. All right. Well, we got our uh, – it's, it's a roommate joke, we'll say. It's the roommate joke of the week, um, and here we go, fellas. So my wife kicked me out of the house for my bad Arnold Schwarzenegger references, but don't worry. I'll return. <laughs> you stupid idiot. I'm Pat Collins. I'm Matt Cremasco. And I'm Dave Barr. Thank you so much, everybody. And don't be afraid to come on back. But not like that. This is the-